You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily podcast on the New Orleans Pelicans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans at NBA as a whole, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, literally wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media and editor over at LockedOnPelicans.com, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with y'all on this Thursday game day here for your New Orleans Pelicans. Mercifully, it is finally over. This is the final game in the bubble, the big disappointment bubble. The Pelicans already eliminated from playoff contention. They are taking on the Orlando Magic tonight. Same three guys are going to be out again. No Zion, no Drew, no Brandon Ingram, and that means that Zion's season is over. We'll we'll focus on that at some point, and we'll get into all of this stuff later. But today, let's kind of look towards the offseason a little bit. We'll preview the game in the third segment, but first and foremost, we want to root for something in all of this, right? How about lottery odds? There is a way for the Pelicans to move up in the lottery, not through losses, though. I'm going to talk about it in the first segment. Then, offseason now approaches. Who do the Pelicans need to make a decision on? What is kind of the lay of the land here? I'll give you who's an expiring contract, who they might be looking at, at least on the team, to bring back in free agency. Then, of course, we'll preview the game. So, let's dive into it all in today's edition of Locked On Pelicans. Before all of that, today's show is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need over at rockauto.com. So now with the Pelicans officially eliminated from the playoffs, despite the game tonight, that means nothing. We get to look towards the offseason. The draft is always fun, and the NBA lottery is going to be coming up before we know it. So where do the Pelicans stand in this and how can they potentially improve their odds? So first and foremost, the lottery is going to be done virtually. No one's going to be there in person. So usually they have a room where they get one person in from each team. Last year, it was Alvin Gentry who got very excited. Uh, You saw the cell phone video of him being pumped when the Pelicans landed the number one overall pick when it came to the ping pong balls and all that. So they'll probably do some way to kind of live stream it and keep it uh, audited. Ernst and Young does it. So no one's worried about anything fake here or going on. And it's also going to be on August 20th. There's going to be 14 team representatives appearing via virtual display. This is according to Shams of The Athletic the other day. Yeah, that make it all, all makes sense. Like this is what they were going to do. We're still going to do the lottery. Now, Pelicans fans, you've got to pay attention to it because the Pelicans do have chances in this. So it's a little confusing this year because the lottery standings were locked back on March 11th. All of those delete eight teams, as we've been calling them, they're locked. All of the stuff in the bubble, it only matters if you get into the playoffs or not. So losing games and the Pelicans' poor record over this stretch didn't help them get any better lottery odds whatsoever. In fact, going into the bubble, they are tied for 12th with the Sacramento Kings. So even losing those two games to the Sacramento Kings didn't help New Orleans improve. So because they're tied, it's going to come down to a tiebreaker, which is a coin flip. So the way this works is both teams split the lottery odds. So you pull them all together, then you chop it in half, and each team gets half of those two spots combined. But say neither team moves into the top four, and that's where it stands now, the team who wins the tiebreaker, the coin flip, is going to get the better pick. So it comes down. It, so assuming no one moves up, let's say it all goes chalk, whether the Pelicans pick 12th or 13th in the, lo- in, in the draft is going to come down to a coin flip. 
not necessarily ideal, but I guess not the worst odds you could have at 50-50. But what about jumping up? So combined, we can round and we can call it, uh, it is what it is. Basically, the Pelicans have a 1.25% chance to land the number one overall pick. They have between a 5.7 and a 6.2% chance, since we're totaling these all up, uh, odds of jumping into the top four. And that's what you move up to now. They leveled the odds out a little bit to try and disincentivize tanking more so. So the Pelicans have a chance, like it's it's close to a 6% chance essentially to jump into the top four and then add another really good or talented, at least in kind of an underwhelming but deep draft uh to the team so that's where they stand right now so right now based off what they do there's no chance to move up from 12 or 13 but they can potentially jump into 11th or 10th or i should say 11th is really what it would be and that's if the phoenix suns or the san antonio spurs all of a sudden make it into this play-in scenario because the odds the odds were locked memphis was behind New Orleans in the draft standing, so was Portland. And so was Orlando, but you don't need to worry about them in this. So if either of those two, if both of those two teams get in, and that's the playing scenario, which it looks like it will be right now, basically uh, Memphis and Portland control their own destiny. Memphis is playing Milwaukee, who's not going to have Giannis because he's suspended. Portland's likely going to win because Dame is freaking going off in one of the more fun runs I've ever seen of NBA basketball before from a guy. So if either of those two teams, if both those two teams win, New Orleans is where they are. Say Memphis loses, though, and San Antonio wins or Phoenix wins, and Phoenix has won seven in a row and looks like one of the better teams, they could get into the play-in scenario. And if they do that, well, then they're not 10th anymore, which is where Phoenix is, and San Antonio is 11th. They're not there anymore. So if Phoenix jumps up and gets into the play-in scenario or into the playoffs, then they move to the back of the lottery line, essentially. And that bumps New Orleans and Sacramento up a spot where they're still tied. But that then becomes the difference between maybe picking 11th or 12th instead of 12th and 13th. So if you want someone to root for tonight, don't worry about the Pelicans. They'll maybe root for them since it doesn't really matter. You are rooting for the Spurs and or Suns and against the Portland Trail Blazers, but maybe more importantly against the Memphis Grizzlies. Not that you weren't already doing that, but if you need or want the Pelicans to move up a little bit, this is the only way. So root against Memphis, root against Portland, go Spurs, go Suns. The Suns have been fun too, so no problem rooting for Devin Booker in this one. So that's how the Pelicans can move up. And then other than that, we're going to be paying attention on the 20th, about a week or so away to lottery night and see if the Pelicans get lucky for the second year in a row. Today's show is brought to you by rockauto.com. You're staying home a little bit more. You're tackling projects around the house, but don't forget about your car. Your car is important. Whether it's going to work or just going to the grocery store to get food, it's too hot in the summer to try and walk everywhere. So if your car is not running as well as you'd like it to, or just maybe needs a little bit of a refresh, I'm working on some AC and getting the parts I need to retool all of that right now, especially to help with the heat. But with the ever-increasing number of makes and models out there, it's basically impossible for a chain store to, st uh, to stock all of the parts that you want. And when you go in to ask about a specific part, they're only going to have one option, and you're going to be stuck paying that price. And that price is going to be higher than what you'd get elsewhere because you 
you're doing this yourself. You're not a professional mechanic. And yeah, those chain stores have different price tiers for do-it-yourselfers and for professional mechanics. But if you go to rockauto.com and search their remarkably easy to navigate catalog, you can not only select the parts you want, the specifications you want, the different brands you want, and even look at different prices for the parts that you want. So whether you're looking for air conditioning parts like I am, whether you need to redo your interior and replace some of the faded worn carpeting because it's somehow stormed inside your car here in New Orleans, they've got everything. It's unique, remarkably easy to navigate, and you can quickly see all of the parts available for your vehicle. And they got everything covered on there. And best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low, and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? You should not do that. Save yourself some money and put it towards other important things. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com. All right, so it is time to look at people who are going to be pending free agents for New Orleans. Before we do that, though, don't forget, subscribe to Locked On Pelicans wherever you get your podcast from. The only podcast breaking down all of the biggest topics about this team every single day for you. Got something new every day talking about what you want to hear with the team. Subscribe to Locked On Pelicans wherever you get your podcast from. So we've seen that the team needs to make some changes. The bubble just put the... Issues with this team, like plain as day, they are glaring. You can't ignore them. And that is a good thing. So before we get into, and we'll, we'll save some of that for the future too. We've got plenty of time on this, getting into like the salary cap and what that's all going to look like. And frankly, we don't know who might not be back next year. So we can look at the list of pending free agents, including one that's kind of a little bit confusing. I'll clear up too. So the big one is going to be Derek Favors. He is an expiring contract. He's going to be a free agent this offseason. It's also each one more as well. You also then have Jalil Okafor as an, uh, another unrestricted free agent alongside Kenrich Williams as well and Cinderius Thornwell. So those are the guys who are going to be unrestricted free agents that anyone could go out and sign if another team wanted to do so or the Pelicans could come back and bring back. Some of those I think they will. Some are a little bit more confusing. I do not know what they do about Derek Favors, but I don't know if you necessarily want to go into next season with Jackson Hayes as your starting center. I do think there's some value to Favors, but as we talked about yesterday, that free throw stat and the mucking up of the court spacing he does really hurts the way that this team wants to play. If they play differently with a new head coach, might be a little bit different. But we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. So that's, that's a really big decision for New Orleans. A guy like Frank Jackson... Um, is going to be a rest- well before we get to him the other unrestricted guys that should we keep on that theme each one more makes sense to bring back he's a solid vet that you know what he's going to give you it's going to be pretty cheap he was making 8.6 million last season he's not going to make that i think coming up this year but also you have a guy like dd silva dd luzada silva who may be in the rotation for new orleans next season and does that push a guy like each one more out Um, that's going to be an interesting one. I think Jalil Okafor, as much as we enjoyed his game the other night, as much as he's probably going to play and play kind of well tonight. I don't know if that's someone you really need to worry about. Didn't bring a a lot of minutes to the team this season. You have a young guy in Jackson Hayes that at that point you'd rather just play. And frankly, because he doesn't give you much defense at all. And his post play is very slow again with the right coach. Maybe it makes some sense to have him as a backup big as things are today. I don't know if that's going to be the answer. 
The other guy that is kind of interesting in this one, I think, is Sindarius Thornwell because I kind of want to see him get some run in this game tonight, and we'll talk about that coming up. But for how cheap he's going to be, and it'd be a minimum salary contract, you would guess, I think he could be a guy that you bring back just maybe doesn't play but has a chance to potentially be something like a decent end-of-the-bench guy, I think is what you're looking for. So those are the biggest of the unrestricted free agents. Kenridge Williams is an interesting one too because he at one point was playing himself into some real money. But he might have played himself out of that money. And at that point, it became like a question of like, could the Pelicans afford to keep him? And if someone kind of throws some money at him, are you going to really kind of try and keep him as well? And the answer probably was no. Now, I don't know. And at this point, I don't know if he's necessarily worth a minimum salary contract with some of the things he's given you. He made $1.4 million this year, if that's what it's going to take next season, or in that range, I'm, I'm just not sure. It's kind of a weird spot to be in with him that he just gives you nothing offensively. He does a lot of the other things you like, but not well enough necessarily. And it's just it's a shame we want to like this dude so, 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 so much. So those are kind of some of the interesting spots the Pelicans are going to be in. They've got restricted free agents in Brandon Ingram, who's going to get a max deal. Like, we don't even need to worry about this. We talked about it yesterday. And then Frank Jackson. Frank's going to be a restricted free agent. And he's played himself into a better spot in the bubble than he did before. Over these seven games in 15 minutes per game, averaging eight points per game, two assists, and 1.4 rebounds. Three-point shooting is not great at 33%. The overall field goal percentage at 46% isn't great. But he does a lot of things that you like. And being a pretty good defender, if you get him for around that money again, I don't necessarily see a problem with bringing him back. He'll essentially be a third-year player next season since he didn't play at all his rookie year. And so it's a useful guy to have that you can just hope it works out. I don't think he's going to get a long-term deal. I don't think it'd be a big money deal, but this is kind of one of those things where, yeah, we'll give you a, a, a minimum one-year prove-it deal, and he's going to need to come in and play a little bit better than he did. You know, if he can put up these kind of numbers in the, from the bubble in the regular season, I think that would be good. And he'd be able to then maybe show a little bit more. He's got to improve the three-point shooting. That is for sure. The passing is getting there, but he's got to probably try and mold himself into a bit more of a point guard than a two guard to get consistent minutes on this team. But there's a spot open for him, I think, uh, if it comes down to it. The other guy that's in a bit of an interesting situation here too is Darius Miller. And I had someone ask me this on Twitter, so we'll clarify it here. He is in theory under contract for next season. There's no team option or anything like that, but it's an unguaranteed amount of money. So he's on a $7 million a year unguaranteed amount, essentially meaning the Pelicans can cut him and waive him and they don't need to pay him that money or a very small portion of that money. It essentially essentially makes this a team option, even though it's not actually a team option. And I don't think he'll necessarily be back next year unless they're just like, cool, let's give him this money and maybe we tra him, trade him and use it as people have said as like a salary ballast. Basically, you just attach it to bring something more back. You can also do it during the off season too. So uh, I think that could be useful, but you can also only do that after it hits that guaranteed date too. So we'll see where he goes, but those are kind of it. Like the, the core of this team is going to have to be changed via trade. If you want to kind of get rid of some guys or even try and make some big moves because there's not a ton of money for them to spend in free agency. So Derek favors free agent. 
Etwan Moore, free agent. You've got Jaleel Okafor, Frank Jackson, Kenrich Williams, and Darius Thornwell, and of course, Brandon Ingram, but we're not worried about that one. So that is what the Pelicans offseason kind of looks like. So coming up, yeah, there is a game today. They're finishing off the bubble schedule, taking on the Orlando Magic. I'll let you know who's playing, who isn't, what we want to see in all of this, even though it feels kind of portless. But we'll still talk about it coming up because there is still some stakes in this game. All right, wrapping up today's show, talking about the game tonight. Yeah, it's a game day. Yeah, I don't say it with the same kind of enthusiasm as maybe we once did. Also, don't forget, subscribe to Locked On Pelicans wherever you get your podcast from because it's probably more entertaining than watching a lot of this right now, I think. So no Brandon Ingram, no Zion Williamson, no Drew Holiday. Josh Hart is listed as questionable when it comes to this one. So Zion's rookie season is officially done. For the Orlando Magic, it's kind of similar. No Evan Fournier, no Terrence Ross, no Michael Carter-Williams, no Aaron Gordon, Jonathan Isaac already out. So it leaves, I, I don't know, not a whole lot. Nikola Vucevic is here, and that'll be fun to watch, at least because he's a good player. But yeah, this is another one of those young guys go out and kind of do your things games. So you're going to see a lot of Frank Jackson in this one. You'll see a lot of Lonzo Ball, at least the first half, maybe not the second half. But we need to probably see a little bit more aggression from Lonzo than we did last game. His shot was falling, and that made the numbers look better than they were. But man, the dude just does not want to attack. Even in a game when it's like, you can go and do your thing. Like, he should have a usage rate of like 40% in this one. Do what Damian Lillard did the other day, where it was 41.7% usage rate, which is insane. I'm fine with it. Same for Nikhil. I want to see Nikhil just go absolute ham in this game and just do his thing. Same for Jackson A's. I'm going to be disappointed if Nicolo Melli goes another one of 10, but basically in this one, just like have some fun, like just get people a little bit excited and give the lasting image of this team, of a team that's trying hard, making shots and just going all out. Jackson A's grab some rebounds too. That would be really nice. And that's all they need to do. No one has any expectations on this one, but don't play passively. Don't like not care and just not do your thing because what's what's the point, I think? When you have 48 minutes, you've got to at least fill them. You may as well fill it very excitingly, I think. And yeah, that's like kind of it. There's not really a whole lot to take away in all of this. So we'll see uh, how it goes. I'll be watching. Of course, we'll recap it in tomorrow's show. And that's going to do it for this show, this edition of Locked on Pelicans. Big thank you to Rock Auto for sponsoring today's episode. Um, amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. And I'll be back with you all tomorrow. Tomorrow.